Hey there, welcome to Claim Your Freedom. I am your host, Aziza Alawi. If you are listening, it means you led yourself to open up to a new you and transform without limitations. Your time has come to let that spiritual mindset grow and guide you to your ultimate freedom. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 67 of Claim Your Freedom. This is your host, Aziza Alawi. Empathy. Empathy is our feeling of awareness toward other people's emotions and an attempt to understand how they feel. Compassion is also an emotional response, but to empathy, it creates a desire to help. And today, we will discuss the difference between empathy and compassion and how you can control your reaction to another person's suffering. How would you react when you hear that something bad happened to someone? Someone you know, maybe close to you. What's your first thought or first reaction? Do you feel empathetic? or compassionate toward them. Hmm, sounds confusing, isn't it? You can relax, you are not alone. Empathy and compassion are two different ways to respond to someone's suffering. In this podcast, you'll understand more about each of these responses, the effect they have, and why it matters. These two emotional reactions have differences and similarities. It is crucial for you to understand them for a better work-life balance. And especially if you work in the health business, you are a health entrepreneur or a health professional because there is a lot of suffering around you. These two emotional reactions, you can express them in your personal or professional life. They are part of your daily behavior and affect your mood and happiness. Empathy and compassion are similar at the beginning. You may see someone at home or work having a difficult moment and your feelings kick in. That's it. It starts. So how can you make the difference between both? Simply watch your behavior after your first reaction. How do you feel? Do you feel you can relate to it? I mean, the situation, the suffering you are looking at? Or do you feel it is something you can help with? If it's empathy, you will try to understand and relate to their suffering Then you may express your common emotional experience to the other person, not keep it for yourself. You express it to the other person. But sometimes you can keep it private. But what matters is that the other person will feel validated and understood. But if it's compassion we're talking about, your response becomes progressively more involved and action-oriented. You start with the emotional reaction at first, then you try to understand 
and relate to their suffering, then you take the time to distance yourself from emotions and evaluate how to help. Then you take action to change the situation. Either you relieve the person's suffering or you improve their situation. You make it better for them, make it easier for them. And finally, the other person may feel validated, understood, and helped in practical ways. Empathy means an emotional response that goes a step beyond sympathy. I'm not discussing sympathy today, but sympathy is only an immediate response without deeper thought or personal reflection, a kind of emotional reaction of pity triggered by others' suffering. And really, I am not discussing sympathy today because I find it rather demoralizing for the other person when they notice you just pity them. It's not funny. It's not nice. So let's go back to empathy. Empathy goes beyond sympathy and triggers more interest in the suffering around you. You become more involved because you want to understand how the other feels, what's happening and what they're going through. You put yourself in their shoes to experience and acknowledge their situation. And while I'm talking to you now, you may remember a situation. If you're a health professional with a patient, what happened? You can go back and feel these emotions. So you put yourself in their shoes, you acknowledge the situation, and you want them to understand that you care and that you hear them. You make them feel validated. You show them your empathy by sharing their emotional distress. Yes, you have to share it with them by experiencing their situation through imagination. What if it was you? How would you feel and deal with it? You can imagine the situation by also seeing the situation from their perspective and letting it be painful and uncomfortable. It's the only way you can understand what they exactly feel about that situation. And also by putting yourself in their position and showing them they can confide in you and tell you more. You help them express their pain openly with no restraint. And people that are suffering, they want to express what they feel. They want to share it. It gives them some relief. So that is what's empathy about. But at the same time, empathy can be a burden. Because when you step into the experience, you become emotionally overwhelmed. You can lose balance and calmness and become unable to help if the affected person needs your guidance. Because sometimes the person who's suffering wants guidance from you, wants to know what to do. But if you are overwhelmed, you can't give them that help. But at the same time, you stay out of the other's situation because you don't take action. You're not in their story. You don't involve yourself through action. You do only through emotion. 
You don't try to improve or change anything for them. The fact that you communicate your empathy means a lot to them and shows them that you acknowledge the situation and validate their feelings, which is very supportive. An example of empathy in one's personal life. I'll share with you some of my stories. When my best friend lost her son, I was so hurt. I started thinking, what if it happened to me? How would I feel? What would I need in the moment? I wanted to share her pain and show her that I care and that I understand what she is going through. I reached out and communicated my feelings and how sad I was for her and that all my thoughts and praise are with her. I needed her to understand that her feelings are validated and that I am supporting her in this ravaging situation. Of course, she appreciated my empathy and confided in me the pain that was destroying her. I wasn't able to improve her situation because I can't bring back her son. Expressing my empathy at that moment was as supportive as offering practical help. Another example, when I lost my investment after selling my pharmacy, I think I talked about it in another podcast. My sisters understood how important that money was to me. It was for my retirement and I worked hard to earn it. They were as devastated as I was to hear the news. But they couldn't do much. They expressed their pain to see me so hurt. They talked about the sinking feeling in their stomach and the anxiety raising in their hearts. They knew I needed the money and they were concerned. They told me they were sorry and that they believe in me to build a greater business and make more money in the future. I heard them and was happy to know they understood my pain and that they are present to support me and stay by my side during this difficult situation because they couldn't do more. I will share another professional example that happened at the pharmacy, or two of them maybe. When I learned that a customer had cancer or was not a curable disease, I would express my empathy and try to validate their feelings. I let them discuss their distress and confide in me. I noticed how helpful it was to share my understanding of their ordeal. I did give them some practical help too. I'm a pharmacist too. But most of the time, it was emotional support because nothing I could change or correct in the situation. They definitely appreciated my concern. But as soon as I started involving myself more, emotionally I mean, I would feel drained and exhausted. I didn't notice the change until I realized that this kind of situation happens often in a pharmacy and that I had to protect myself, keep my work-life balance, to stay happy. And that what brings me to discuss compassion. Compassion requires an emotional connection to the other person. You feel the difficulty of their situation and you want to understand their feelings. But even if you feel concerned, 
Being compassionate means keeping an emotional distance to avoid feeling overwhelmed and falling into the trap of depression and anxiety. I talk about this because we see it a lot in the medical field. It is something that is discussed more and more. It's of a big concern in the health industry. Even for entrepreneurs. Compassion is action-oriented and involves one key element that empathy lacks, action. When you're compassionate, you're in movement. You try to find a way to relieve the suffering of the other person. You are proactive. You take action. You don't wait for the other person to ask. You believe you can make a difference in their lives and you act. You feel called to help them in this way. Nothing will stop you. Your compassionate help makes the other person feel understood and validated. Like with empathy, they may also see that you are making a specific effort to help them. But the most important thing with compassion is that it keeps you emotionally distant enough to stay calm and confident as you offer help. And that is essential for the person who is suffering in that moment, that you stay calm so you can maybe give them some guidance if they ask for it. Few examples to illustrate compassion. Let's see you hear a relative is suffering from a bad illness and he needs surgery but has no money to pay for it. And if he doesn't, he may die or become invalid. What do you do? You gather all members of your family and ask them to contribute together and raise the necessary amount needed for the surgery. You take practical steps to end the suffering of your relative and solve the situation for him. You do everything it takes to save your relative's life. That is action. That is compassion. Another example. You are invited to your aunt's place for the weekend and you know your aunt is not well enough to prepare food for everybody. You want to enjoy her company without her suffering the consequence of cooking and cleaning. You call your cousins who are joining you and you decide to prepare the food ahead of time and bring it to your aunt's place. You ease her burden and you give her the chance to receive all of you in an easy manner. You help her avoid any stress or fatigue. You offer her a pleasant solution to a family gathering. Action, action, action. And as a health professional, it is essential for you to understand the difference between both emotional reactions. Because both begin with a reaction, the first one. But when empathy is all about emotional sharing, notice how with compassion you make a real impact. Yes, you start by sharing their emotions, but you move on to think of strategy and practical steps for better help. You do more than share emotions. You create a change in their situation and you make an effort to relieve or prevent their suffering. This difference is critical. Empathy brings you closer to the other person, whether you share your emotional reaction with them or not. But with compassion, 
your connection is greater and your deep understanding of their suffering is of higher level. It triggers your actions to help them and step into their story. You develop an even deeper understanding of their needs. And when you do, you can help even better. The more you try to help them, the more feedback you get from them and the more you learn about them and the better you help them. Empathy and compassion can bring you closer to people you care about, but you can choose how you respond to their suffering in a way that is meaningful to you so that you keep your work-life balance and find joy in everything you do. If you stayed until the end of this episode, it means you are ready and willing to claim your freedom. And I am truly happy for you. If you want also to have more of Aziza's Claim Your Freedom, tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Your thoughts and feelings about this episode are meaningful to me, so I genuinely welcome you to leave an honest review. And if you want to, you can follow me on social media at Aziza Alawi. If you wish to connect with like-minded people, join my group of ambitious spiritual leaders. The information will be in the comment section. See you next week.